And never settling is all about when you come across a hardship, when a wrench gets thrown in your plans, when life happens, that you will begin where you are. You're already farther along on this journey than you were before you started. Whether you started listening to this podcast last week, last month, last year, you know what it means to be a burned-in teacher. You know that you stop and think about how you got to this place and what is challenging you. Hey there, I'm Amber Harper, former burned-out teacher turned teacher burnout coach, dedicated to helping other teachers like you to grow through your burnout and take your next best steps toward what you want from your career in education and in life. After an embarrassing emotional breakdown in front of my teacher besties, I knew something needed to change, and that something was me. I decided that I wasn't going to settle for burnout as my sentence as a teacher, mom, wife, or friend, and I knew it was going to take way more than practicing conventional self-care to make the progress I wanted to make. No amount of manicures, bottles of wine, or bubble baths was going to save this girl. Fast forward to a few years later, and I've used everything I've learned about teacher burnout and personal development to write a book, build a course, and lead a community of burned-in teachers who refuse to settle for a life of burnout as their forever reality. I've used my burnout as an opportunity to become an active participant in my life, in the classroom, and here on the mic, using all that I've learned to teach kids and serve teachers. And you can do the same. The Burned In Teacher Podcast is one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support to help you grow through your burnout and live a happier, more fulfilled career and life. So take a deep breath, my friend, because you're about to take your next best step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Let's dive in. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you need someone in your life who can help to push you through challenging situations, heal from past trauma, or help you change your mindset and perspective, BetterHelp can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm a full-time teacher and a teacher burnout coach, not a licensed therapist. Sometimes your needs are deeper than what I can offer you as someone who is using their experience and success with beating burnout to support other teachers. And that's okay. BetterHelp is professional therapy done securely online, available for everyone worldwide with weekly video or phone sessions and timely and thoughtful text-based check-ins and responses from your therapist all throughout the week if that's something you need. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional online therapy, and financial aid is available. Go to www.betterhelp.com slash burnedinteacher to sign up and check out all of the testimonials. And if you sign up, you get 10% off your first month by using my link. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash burnedinteacher. You'll get 10% off your first month with our promo code burned in teacher. That's all one word. Burn on. Hey, hey there, Burned In Teacher. Welcome into episode 148 of the Burned In Teacher podcast. I'm your host, Amber Harper. I am so grateful that you are here. Have you shown gratitude for anything today? 
I can tell you, and I've, I've probably said it here on the podcast before, that I, and I can say it especially now, I know that I, I'm pre-recording these pre-rolls. I know <laughs> as this episode is launching um, on the second Monday of August that I've got students coming into the classroom in two days. And I have never been so grateful for my burnout as I have been this summer. I have seen so much growth in myself. I've seen growth in my attitude and my beliefs, um, not just surrounding teaching, but about my own self-worth and how much growth I have seen in my confidence and my ability to know that I have been put on this earth to serve students. And that's that's littles and that's bigs. <laughs> that's you. And, and that's my family. And I wasn't born with those natural inner guardrails that helped to keep me focused on what my capabilities were. I was really born with this very negative, victimized mentality. And 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 that part of me was really nurtured as I was a child. I'm not going to go into my upbringing, but um, I was not taught how to be mentally strong. I had to teach myself. And that's that's really what this episode is all about. I it, It's never settles. This is the last step in the burned in process. And in this, in this episode, I will teach you that the burned-in process is not linear. It's cyclical. It's not a one-off process that you go through and it becomes this magic pill that solves all your problems. That's not what this is. This is a cycle that you go through when things get hard. And I'm so excited to share it with you. But before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to Guitar Chick. 122505. She left me an iTunes podcast review. She gave me five stars and said, I love Amber's podcast. Loved listening and learning about how to educate and rejuvenate this school year. So it sounds to me like she took part in Wife Teacher Mommy's Educate and Rejuvenate conference. And then by doing that, she's now taken another step and is now listening to the podcast episodes. And that's what this is all about, right? Like taking one step and then another step and then maybe a small risk and then maybe a big leap and then you maybe have to take some step backwards. This is a messy process. It's a messy life. We are not perfect. We are perfectly imperfect. And the quicker that we embrace our imperfections and start to take action, the quicker you're going to see changes. Even if they're small, you're going to see changes in your beliefs, your self-talk, in your daily actions, and the way that you decide to experience this wonderful job in education. Now let's dive in. Burn on. If you need a good, healthy dose of burned-in teacher, this is the episode for you. Today we're going to talk about never settling and the difference between never settling, being content, and accepting where you are because we get a lot of different nuggets of advice from people, right? So as we talk about these opportunities that we have to get to know ourselves better, take safe risks, you know, all the things that I talked about in last week's episode. So in this episode, I'm going to take you through the steps you can take to kick settling to the curb and we're going to reflect on all of the action that we've taken over the past eight months, talk about the opportunity that you have to become a burned-in teacher, and you're going to leave this episode with a huge smile on your face and a plan in your brain. Have you ever been confused by some people telling you to be content or to accept things the way that they are and to be grateful? 
but at the same time being told that you should never settle. I mean, that's the title of today's podcast episode, right? Well, we're going to decipher this code and figure out the difference between all of these nuggets of advice and wisdom and take some steps to get you to take some action toward getting burned in, no matter how big or small those steps are for yourself. We're going to start by talking about the definitions of each of these three pieces of advice. So the first one is you need to be content, okay? Um, So let's talk about being content, right? What does that mean? So according to vocabulary.com, content means to feel satisfied and happy. So it has to do with being pleased and satisfied, feeling content, of course, and making someone else feel happy and at peace with things, right? I mean, that seems to me very closely aligned with the mission of Burn and Teacher, to be happier, more fulfilled, right? We want contentment. We want to feel happy. We want to feel satisfied, right? We'll come back to that. But the other thing I want to talk to you about is this advice to accept things versus settling, Okay, so radical acceptance, I love this definition by Marsha Linen. Marsha says that radical acceptance is about accepting life on life's terms and not resisting what you cannot or choose not to change. Radical acceptance is about saying yes to life just as it is. It's not being okay with the way that things are, but it's saying this is something that I choose not to change or that I truly cannot change. And now what I love about this definition, and then what I'm going to tell you next, is that settling, I feel, can mean a lot of different things to different people. But now according to, oh my gosh, I'm such a big fan of this woman. Her name is Brooke Castillo. She says settling is continuing something we know is not in our best interest without doing any evaluation or thought work. So that's staying in a negative emotion willingly or consciously giving up, shortchanging ourselves. It feels bad. It feels icky, right? But we continue to stay in that place because we either don't know what to do or we know what to do, but it's scary to do something different. Now, I would love your thoughts about these three different definitions if you agree or disagree. So email me at support at burnedinteacher.com or DM me on Instagram at burnedinteacher. Let me know your thoughts. Because if I look at the difference between radical acceptance and settling, I feel like radical acceptance, and, I, and I've talked about radical acceptance before, has to do with things that you're seeing happen around you, such as the way a student is being raised or the way a principal is running a school, okay, versus settling, which is staying in that school if you are being directly affected by your principal or your district's choices that you know is not the cultural norm at a district nearby or even a school within the same district, but you're choosing to stay there because you're scared of taking that risk and maybe moving to a different school. Whereas with your student and the way they're being raised – you, you really cannot change the way that they have grown up. You can't change the way that their parents have grown up and the beliefs that they have about what a parent does and does not do to support their child. Does that make sense? Now, contentment, you know, wanting to be satisfied and happy, that seems the goal, right? 
So when I take you through these steps of never settling, I want you to keep those three definitions in mind. It's it's something, like I said, that can be very confusing. How do these three things work together? Or do they work against each other? Are they all kind of the same? I feel like they all are very distinct and something that we should know the definite definition for before we start talking about what we want and what we want to change and what we don't want to change about our lives. So let's talk about never settling, shall we? Let's dive in. Let's just let's just get into the meat of this, okay? So what does it mean to never settle and why is it important? Well, let me ask you this. Do you prepare for hardship? Hopefully the answer is yes. Do you wear a seatbelt? Do you participate in fire drills, safety drills at school, right? Even though they interrupt your perfect lesson, right? <laughs> do you have a savings account? I hope you do. Oh my goodness, this is such a great question for now. Do you have toilet paper stored anywhere in your house? Have you hoarded all the toilet paper? Or are you running out quickly, just like us, because we didn't hoard toilet paper? <laughs> Preparing for future future obstacles is not doomsday. In fact, Malcolm X said, the future belongs to those who prepare for it today. Now, I'm not telling you that you need to like sit scared in a corner and wait for bad things to happen. I want you to thrive, okay? And that's what never settling is all about. It's about thriving through the hardship. And that's why for those burned in teachers out there who have read the ebook, who have gone through the burned in teacher training course, who are in the membership, you already had strategies and tactics and tools to help you through this hard transition, this immense crisis that we have been in, teaching from home, not seeing your students, having to teach virtually when you've never done it before, having to use technology when you've maybe not done it before. You had tools and strategies to help you to cope and help you to thrive or at least feel like you can take the necessary steps to just do what needs to be done and even practice some radical acceptance. I can't change this, but I'm going to do the best I can with what I have. Let's face it. This year has been another doozy. And now that I'm back in the classroom, it has been more important than ever for me to stay focused on my core values, mindset, goals, and my habits. As a teacher in today's world, it seems like there is always something new and hard that can easily throw our lesson and or life plans off track. But when I began to burn out many years ago for the fifth time in my six year teaching career, I told myself that crying to and from work, grading, prepping and planning on nights and weekends and Sunday scaries was just part of being a good teacher. The current challenges we're facing in education today are monumental. All of these challenges make balancing teaching and your everyday life seem unmanageable. Until now, teacher burnout has been hacked. In Hacking Teacher Burnout, I share my eight-step process I designed to help myself and other teachers navigate our way out of burnout. You see, out of my rock-bottom burnout moment, I learned ways to focus on what I can control while learning ways to let go of the things that are out of my control. My book shines a light on burnout as an opportunity for growth and change, and in it, I empower you to become a burned-in teacher, a happier, more fulfilled, efficient, and effective person in the classroom and in life. In Hacking Teacher Burnout, you will learn the steps you can take to discover your burnout type. Did you know everyone has a type? Take actions that are best for you depending on your type. Move through burnout rather than fight against it. 
Make time for things that bring you growth and joy and thrive, not just survive, personally and professionally. And of course, to prepare for hardship before it hits and to conquer it when it does. And right now, you can download chapter one for free. That's right, you can start your journey out of burnout using step one of my process on the house. Go to burnedinteacher.com slash free chapter today to get your first chapter on me. And there's no better time. After the year we've had, we deserve to use what I have designed to believe, think, say, and do different things in order to see different results in our lives. Go to burnedinteacher.com slash free chapter to get your free chapter today. You won't be sorry. Burn on. So preparing for future obstacles does several things, okay? Preparing for hardship, crisis, challenges. Knowing your action plan for not if, but when things get hard, okay? It eliminates overwhelm. It creates the clarity you need to move forward. It helps you to generate focus. It helps you to support your established priorities. It encourages you to initiate lasting change. I hope all of this sounds familiar, Burned Teachers, because these are the action steps in the burned in process. So when you start to experience crisis or an immense change, or you're going through a global pandemic or something happens personally, it's important that you know what your action plan is. So if you refuse to settle and stay in a place of frustration, anxiety, and that feeling of ickiness, right? then you'll get burned in. And never settling is all about when you come across a hardship, when a wrench gets thrown in your plans, when life happens, that you will begin where you are. You're already farther along on this journey than you were before you started. Whether you started listening to this podcast last week, last month, last year, you know what it means to be a burned-in teacher. You know that you stop and think about how you got to this place and what is challenging you. You think about understanding your teacher brand. How would someone with my core values and my mission statement, who wants to serve these people, who has this brand, how would they handle this situation? Because we're humans, right? So we, I, I mean, for me, you know, I went to college originally to be a nurse. I don't know if you know that. You probably don't know that about me. And I missed getting into nursing school after my first semester, my first year, I can't remember, by one one hundredth of a point. And thank God, in a life or death crisis situation, I lose my mind. I can't think straight. Okay? (laughs) Now, thank goodness for most of us, we have not been put into a position like that as a teacher. But what we can do is we can prepare for those hardships that come our way. The student who is disruptive that gets put into our class in, you know, after two weeks after school has started or, you know, our principal that we love moves to another district or another school and gets replaced with a principal who is not quite who the other principal was, okay? Those types of hardships, a global pandemic, right? Teaching from home when you had never had the desire to do so. How would you handle that with the brand that you have adopted as your own? Reflecting on your challenges, assessing what is challenging you, why it's challenging you, and focusing on solutions rather than the problem. 
nurturing your strengths, thinking about what you're naturally good at, but also thinking about what habits do you have that nurtures those strengths or do they take away from those strengths? What do you do daily that makes you better and prepares you to grow? Okay, I'm talking about some keystone habits like, are you taking care of your body? Do you know where things are? Do you have a routine that supports your wellness and the wellness of your family and your growth? Okay, then extending your your reach and possibilities. Have you gone back to mindless movie binging instead of continuing to focus on, focus forward? Now, I know a couple of weeks ago I put out an episode about how the trauma of the COVID-19 crisis could be affecting you and what you can do about it. We all need downtime. We all need mindless binging time. But if that's all you've fallen back into, mindless scrolling through Instagram, feeling crummy about yourself because of all the things that you're seeing teachers are doing, whether or not they're real, (laughs) okay? But thinking about, or am I using this as an opportunity to grow? Think about last week's episode, the benefits of burnout. Are you looking at this quarantine and your burnout as an opportunity to do something different? All right. How are you extending your reach and possibilities? How are you advocating for yourself and other teachers who are suffering with the same thing you're suffering with? Determining your long-term goals. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want next fall? What do you want a year after that? What do you want by the end of this school year? Especially if you're teaching virtually, How do you want to feel? What do you want for yourself? That's up to you. That's on you. And the sooner you know that and realize that, the quicker you can start initiating lasting change, which was last month. Thinking about your weekly, daily, hourly intention and discipline, what you're doing every day to bring you closer. It could be tiny steps. They don't have to be monumental. They don't have to be groundbreaking. You don't have to post about them on Instagram every day. What are your goals? What are you doing to to take steps towards them? Okay? And that, my friend, is never settling. Never settling for an unfulfilled, overwhelmed, anxious life that you are in and just accepting as your forever reality. So now it's time to reflect. You know the steps. B, begin where you are. You understand your teacher brand. R, reflect on your challenges and nurture your strengths and your habits. I'm adding habits in there. It's so important to have healthy habits. E, extend your reach and possibilities. D, determine your long-term goals. I, initiate lasting change. N, never settle. When things start to get hard, you start at B again because you're further along than you were when you first went through this cycle, this process, okay? So what type of burnout were you experiencing at the beginning of this school year or two months ago. Compare the teacher that I'm talking to today to the teacher that you were six months ago or maybe even last week. Tell me about the differences, okay? Which step made you feel like the light bulb went off for you? What are you most proud of as the work, as a result of the work that you've done while working through these steps, while listening to these episodes? What would you say to a teacher who is struggling with burnout right now, especially in the middle of this isolating quarantine? What would you say to them? What advice would you take from this podcast or from what you've learned or from the ebook? What would you say to them? 
And finally, if you feel like you're slipping back into old patterns or ways of thinking and back into burnout, what will you do first? What's your action plan? What are you going to do? Because from all of this, I hope that you've learned that you are 100% responsible for you and your choices and what you do when this episode's over and what you do tomorrow morning and what you do next year. That's 100% on you. Now, with all of this knowledge, with all of this understanding, right, I have three things I want you to do. Number one, I want you to download this free chapter of the Burn and Teacher ebook. Now, the ebook itself is going away because Hacking Teacher Burnout is coming out in 2020, but you can still download the free chapter. I'm following through with my promise to you that each month you're going to get a freebie. And this month in May of 2020, the freebie is Chapter 8 of the Burned In Teacher Training ebook, Never Settle. So go to burnedinteacher.com slash never and get your free chapter. The second thing I want you to do, if you have not taken the teacher burnout quiz yet, especially in the last three weeks, I've completely revamped it to make sure that it is reaching teachers where they are, teaching virtually in the middle of this global pandemic, and meeting your needs. So go to burnedinteacher.com slash burnout quiz and take this three minute or less, probably not even three minutes, six questions, be honest, and you'll get your result as burned and bored, burned and over it, or burned and unbalanced, and possibly even not burned out, just need a slight adjustment. Okay, the third thing is, after you download the free chapter or you share it with a friend (laughs) and you take the teacher burnout quiz and you share it with a friend, I want you to go to burnedinteacher.com slash waitlist because I've got a free four-part video training series that's happening in just a week or two. And it is going to change your life, my friend. If you think listening to these Burned In Teacher podcast episodes is is changing your life, then this is really going to step up your burned in game. Okay, so go to burnedinteacher.com slash waitlist. We'll get you on the waitlist. You'll get more details about the training that's coming very, very soon. I cannot wait to share it with you. By the way, have you joined our Burned In Teacher Facebook community? If you haven't, go to community.burnedinteacher.com. Oh my gosh, I have so many things for you to do today. And every single one of these things is going to get you further along in your journey out of burnout, and it's going to help you to never settle. So those questions I asked you earlier, those reflection questions, that's the safe place where you can go to answer them. That's where you can go to seek support when you're struggling. That's where you can go and say, this is happening to me. What do I do? Or this is how I feel. What should I do? And you are going to be met with, hundreds of teachers who want to support you and want you to get burned in and want you to thrive, not just survive through this one life that we have. Okay, so I know I gave you four things to do, four action steps to take in addition to reflecting on where you are now versus where you were at the beginning of the Burned In Teacher Podcast Season 3. But it's all worth it and it all flows together. These are not different things. They all will help you on your journey out of burnout as a burned in teacher. Take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned-in teacher. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of burned-in teacher podcast episodes. 
and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Burn on.